0: Hello there, this is the Wire to Love Podcast.
1: We are discussing Father Martin Connor's book, Reclaiming Love: Connecting the Head and the Heart. Join the conversation about love, healing, and relationships. All human beings have the desire to love and to be loved. It is written into our very being. Yet Human loves seek satisfaction. This desire is not satisfied with mere physical connection as our culture so often seems to tell us. Deep down, all of me wants to love and be loved. Genuine human love demands human connection. And this human connection leads ultimately to divine connection. Wired to Love is a rally call to challenge today's distorted view of love by letting human experience speak for itself.
0: This is Father Martin Connor. Join me now as I take the Wired for Love podcast on the road. We have um, a young girl from college here with us to join us on this uh, segment. Uh, So, uh, Anna, tell us a little about yourself. Hey,
1: y'all. My name is Anna. I am... Currently a sophomore, and I am in the nursing program.
0: Awesome. How old are you, Anna?
1: I'm 21 years old.
0: 21 years old. Excellent. Well done. So, Anna, uh, very kind enough to be with us for a couple minutes here. Um, you know, just talking together. We we came up with the um, the theme of maybe discussing a little bit about the struggles of emotional maturity. Uh, most of you know the platform for Wire for Love comes from a book, Reclaiming Love, which is a book on emotional chastity. Really, the what does a healthy, integrated love look like uh, with someone who's got a mature emotional life? Right. So, and, and and we're battling in a culture where a lot, most of us uh, have difficulties in processing our emotions for lots of different reasons. Number one, we live in a, a culture of immediate gratification, mm-hmm. which doesn't help us. Um, respond with a reflective kind of let's think about it uh, but more of an impulsive instinctual uh, response uh, which doesn't always work out and gets us in trouble etc etc so I what I wanted to kind of discuss with Anna was the reality of pornography and what that does uh, to men and women right particularly guys she was she and I were talking about just dating and general, general observations that she has and so, so Anna, you made made a very interesting reference that, you know, a lot of times when you're friends with guys or even guys that you've dated, you've noticed uh, you needed certain things about them. Let's, let's talk a little bit about that, you know.
1: Patterns of behavior. Patterns of behavior. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of times when I start out friends with guys um, that a pattern of behavior I've noticed, if they are currently addicted to porn or recently... Um, have come off that addiction is that they don't view women that they're attracted to the same as women that they're not attracted to. And they treat them differently and it's uh, visible. So that's always, I think, a red flag and something to look for. Um, When we were talking about, uh, Father Martin and I were talking about when you go on dates, Mm. when I go on dates with guys, and they perhaps bring up the topic of pornography, what's kind of a catch-all question that I could ask them that would tell me if they're actually over their addiction or not. And I had said that there wasn't really a question um, that I thought you could ask. But then Father Martin came back with that and said that there were a few questions to really kind of know if a guy is in the right headspace for a relationship and is moving on emotionally. And you were saying, you know, does he have a spiritual director? Does he go to a small group? Um, They have something on this campus called Sexaholics Anonymous, things like that, that I know some of the people that – I'm friends with go to, um, or does he? Uh, you know, does he go to confession? And if he does, great. Does he have other hobbies or like other friends that keep him, hold him accountable? Mm. Does he put limits on his phone, on his exactly. technology, things like that? And I think those things are extremely important in determining if somebody's fully over, or. Recovering from the effects of their addiction and aren't wallowing in it. Right, right. No,
0: it's perfect Anna and and Anna made a very interesting point is She said um, Guys have told her before that they're over so to speak their addiction Mm -hmm. or over their consumption of it maybe and yet uh, She continues to see the neediness in Mm -hmm. their interaction with her their Mm -hmm. emotional neediness Uh, It could be in a dating relationship or otherwise and I think what's really important here to draw out is when you uh, consume pornography in an addictive capacity, um, it's gonna damage you. Right. It's gonna it's gonna stifle your emotional maturity, and so that's really what you're perceiving in them is that yeah, thanks be to God, they have moved on hopefully right. from that poison. Yet they they continue to try to mature and grow out of the the numbness or or the. Uh, the, the lack of maturity that pornography has inflicted on them, mm-hmm. right? I just think it's an important point because a guy can just say, oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm back in the game here, right? right? I, I'm over it, and, and the answer is sport, oh, not really, mm-hmm. no? And the same goes for young women. Now, each obviously process their emotional world in, in particular ways, but I think what's really important here is to know that we live in a highly sexualized culture. Um, we're all been affected by this, some more than others, and to not be naive that right. if i 've been caught up into this in any degree, you know an addictive degree or a semi addictive degree that i I have to be mindful that i 'm going to need time and space to mature and and maybe I need to be I need to put it on pause with relationships because I need to give myself plenty of space. I think the current scientific timeline is uh three months to be free of this mm-hmm. in order just to get back to let 's just say a um A generally normal, um, uh, you know, giving and receiving relationship, which is fundamental to human love, right? But if you really want to get to a a more of a healing phase, apparently it's it's beyond a year. So I I, I think it's it's a little bit precipitous of us to dump into one relationship to another when we have had this damage on our hard drive, so to speak, um, and think it's.
1: And I think the addiction doesn't only affect the man or woman with the addiction, but everyone that they use subsequently. And I think I was actually talking to a good friend of mine the other day, and it reminded me of the title of this podcast, Wired for Love, because he was explaining to me that his problem after coming off the addiction was that he had been rewired for satisfaction, Mm. not for love. Yes. So he was viewing them in light of how they could satisfy his needs, even if it was, you know, can they make me happy? You know, things that should be good. or But they, it was not a love for them. It was a need, a desire, or even just that they could satisfy the most basic of mm, his mm, um, needs or intentions. So yeah. I think that that is one of the devastating effects of pornography is that it rewires us right, for satisfaction. Right, right. You know? and you've
0: so seen so all the, the brain science that's right, coming out about right, this. Right. I think what's, one thing that you may mention which was really interesting was that you can see guys particularly get very edgy. Mm-hmm. And it's not just about you, this other person, but they get edgy about their exam. Anything that is a struggle right. or demands sacrifice or is not, again, like you said, immediate pleasure right. makes them, like bumps them off their keel a little bit and, and, and off their game. And so you get this moodiness, not just with guys. I think in general, that's an observation for 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 people in, in general who, who battle with this stuff is, is that type of a behavior, right? right. So um, good to, to recognize it. Right. Well, Anna, listen, I want to thank you for taking some time. Uh, really important subject. Let's uh, continue to pray for all of those who unfortunately are caught up in that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I hope some of these reflections help us stay in the light and, and help each other stay in the light And so that we can continue to develop and mature in a way where self-gift love is truly part of our lives. Thanks again. My
1: pleasure. Thanks for having me, Father. Thank you for listening to the Wired to Love Podcast. We are diving into Father Martin Connor's book, Reclaiming Love: Connecting the Head and the Heart. Get your own copy on Amazon or any other major retailer. Our happiness depends on our reclaiming love and our relationships with God, with ourselves, and with others. Please consider supporting the work of Wired to Love by going to patreon.com slash wired to love.
0: love to hear from you send a voice note to wire to love by going to anchor.fm slash wire to love just click on the message icon or email us at reclaiminglovepodcast at gmail.com make sure you tell us your first name and location you may hear your question or comment in the next episode of wire to love thank you